1: From IGN's offices in San Francisco, welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of September 4th, 2014. I am your host, Jose Otero, and you are listening to IGN's Nintendo Podcast. Yeah. Joining me once again this week, Per Schneider. I feel like we haven't hung out in forever, dude. Hello,
2: Jose. That's because I was on vacation and you were in Japan or... No.
3: Japan. No. Japan. No, you were in
2: uh, at PAX. I
3: was at yeah. oh. PAX. Yeah. And then before that, we like for like a and that was like Comic-Con.
2: Yeah, you know. anyway. All right, Now, now we're, we're in Con. the
1: same... <laughs> I wasn't at Comic-Con, but our next guest was Marty Slevo. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and I was at PAX.
3: Oh, yeah. And um, I was in Germany, and they don't let me leave. They're Aww. not letting me go to Oh, that's camp. right, Gamescom. Yeah. I,
1: I
2: was not in Germany. Sure. Yeah.
1: He travels a lot. Mm-hmm. Marty gets all over the place. But anyway, you didn't, you didn't tune in to listen to that. Instead, you tuned in to listen about games, but before, specifically Nintendo games. Yeah. But let's start with PAX. How was PAX, Marty? PAX was great.
3: Uh, PAX was super. No, PAX was a lot of fun. Uh, PAX is one of those shows, uh, if you don't know, the Penny Arcade Expo. Uh, the main one is held in Seattle, and they also have one held in Boston. They have one
1: announced in a new in t- territory every Saturday. other month. Uh, I but the
3: really, the cool thing about it is, uh, I mean, if you follow the, the game industry online, you realize the last month or so has had some, some pretty crappy stuff happen. Mm-hmm. But it's nice going to a show like PAX because that's sort of mm-hmm. where... 30,000 people get together who just love games people who play games people who make games people who write about games and everyone's just happy and everyone wants to embrace the fact that this is a really cool hobby that we all fell in love with it's um, just a great reminder that you know the the, the gamers are gamers are great
2: yeah. I mean gamers there's a wonderful community of people who love games across all these different
3: platforms yeah. and like at events like these they come out yeah Honestly, Mm -hmm. and to anyone who who came out to our meet and greet, that was amazing. To anyone we met at the show, to the developers, to our colleagues uh – yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was definitely uh, nice to have my, my batteries recharged there. Yeah, it was really nice to meet a lot of
1: uh, NVC listeners. Or just yeah, there's a ton of NVC uh, fans uh, really? uh, at our meetup. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the Game Scoop panel turned into almost an NVC panel. I felt. Yeah. It felt like every other question was a Nintendo-focused one. The audio is lost. I'm sorry if you were hoping <laughs> to hear the uh, Game Scoop panel that happened at PAX. Unfortunately, some complications happened, but, you know.
2: You're like a vampire. Like, your voice cannot be captured. Yeah, um, that's it. No, outside a, of my own an audio, show. Vampire. Yeah. An uh, audio vampire, an audio. Oh wait, vampire. I forgot about this show. Yeah, I yeah, know you're right. That's true. Yeah. No, that, that's that's awesome. I mean, the I, I would say I mean the NVC community just has been amazing. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I started playing Diablo three on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and like I opened my mailbox in Diablo three, and it's just flooded with items that people send, and you know, that's like so I get cool. messages so saying that's "Welcome, autom- <laughs> here's your legendary
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: gift." So. That's awesome. So I've
2: heard some of those items. Uh, that's actually through the game itself. Yeah, there's some like automated it, yeah, ones, right? They're the legendaries. Yeah, you pick them, and it says, "Hey, do you want to send this to Jose?" Mm -hmm. But then there are also things you can just share. You just uh, hit hit a button, and you attach gifts. And so I got I got dozens and dozens. I'm like, "Oh my god, that's it's awesome!" Like uh, this community is good.
1: Yeah, very cool. All right, so uh, then enough about packs. Really quickly, then, because you two weren't on last week's episode. Well, you were. I was pair, but you were at the half recorded in San Francisco that (laughs) didn't get to talk about new 3ds. Just quickly, because we're going to talk about it later, and I want to hear your thoughts too, Marty what are your sort of quick impressions of what this thing is?
2: Well, first impression, first thought is, I wish they had announced it at E3 like they were planning to, <laughs> so I wouldn't look like an idiot when I say they show new hardware. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean,
1: it's good hey, that... That's an Otero prediction, it, by the way. Market, whoever's running the wiki. That's right. <laughs> that that's
2: was all. the Jose Otero joint. No, it's good. I mean, obviously, I'm actually surprised that they announce it now, because I feel like the reason why they didn't show it earlier is they don't want to distract from, what, one, the Wii U messaging. You know, they're trying to tell people, this platform is awesome, there's a lot Going on, you need to own a Wii U and hear the good games around it. Then, second, they still they sit, they're sitting on a ton of 3DS stock out there. You know they are they are um, they're not as strong as they have been in the past on 3DS software. Um, so I thought they would focus on that, and so announcing hardware is always kind of like this buzzkill, right? Where sure. people are saying, I'm about to buy a 3DS for Zelda, go, oh, wait. Uh, I'm going to wait till next year to buy a yeah. 3DS and then play Zelda. Especially when
3: it's sort of like an incremental yeah. upgrade. It's not like mm-hmm. wholesale. Yeah, a new... it,
2: it, So far, it
1: is a DSi to yeah, the 3 yeah. dss DS or yeah. DS Lite, if Absolutely. you want
2: to see it. To me, I mean, it's the N64 RAM expansion mm-hmm. system, yeah. right? Like it's, yeah. It is, I, I think when we see games that are programmed for, the, for this new 3DS that really use the added processor and memory and all that, and the dual analog, I think, then it'll sink in saying, okay, this is something, this is a step up, but they announced it so early that there wasn't anything except yeah. for a
3: port, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, it's going to be, you know, undeniably a gorgeous port because yep. that Xenoblade was one of those games that so many people slept on just because it came so late in the yeah. last console generation and the Wii's yeah. life cycle. But man, if they're able to, to sort of take that game and put it onto a handheld without losing anything, that mm-hmm. is going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I think that's great. So, like, exactly. Second Second life for some
2: of those games, mm-hmm. but also second life for some other games that weren't possible on the 3DS that used dual, a- dual analog mm-hmm. control. Um, you know, you guys remember when Mario sixty four was first ported to the DS, it was not the same. It didn't yeah. feel no, the yeah, same. Yeah, the, a D-pad the analog the like yeah, the scrapey thing. Yeah. Didn't did the, the scrapey touch pad nub thing didn't work right, and so I'm always happy when a new system comes out that then opens the possibility for those games to be either downloadable, or redistributed, or remastered, so forth. So I'm really happy this exists. I'm happy there's a new iteration of the hardware coming out. Retailers need something to get excited about. But it's Japan only. And new hardware does that. So it's it's Japan Japan only, because, you know, they're probably looking at the market there. They're saying... Everybody loves Monster Hunter. This game, the best way to play Monster Hunter is on this machine. So let's give them this machine early. So that makes total sense well, to and me. People
1: are going to buy Smash, and they're also doing a special edition of both Monster Hunter and Smash over yep. there for the new 3DS XL. Um, so yeah, maybe that's it, or maybe they just couldn't mass produce it for the Western market yet. Could I mean, be.
2: It could be that too. Yeah, well, they yeah. don't want to distract from all the stuff that's still in the retail channel, yep. right? There are a lot of units there. And by but the way, this does
1: distract. This, it, I feel it does. The, announcement, the minute it's news, okay.
2: everyone looks at that and goes, oh,
1: yeah. should I upgrade
2: now? No parent knows this is out. No, that's true. And they're all going to The majority
1: audience it. will, will, will yeah. go for that. But I'm talking about like, the hardcore gamers, the people who you know that's still a sizable part of their audience yeah, but it's imagine. a sizable part that
2: already Nobody owns the, the 3DS yeah, and yeah. will buy the upgrade next year like yeah. i'm not I, I don't think it's the impact is quite that big because mm-hmm. of the family skew of the the 3DS i mean it does sell more yeah. to families but i think it's awesome i love the Famicom. we talked about this in our little commentary if you haven't watched that yet look it up we yeah, did, that's so, right. what was it called a uh, closer look at nintendo's look. 3ds there yeah. you go just type that into the IGN search engine it's Jose and me t- uh, talking about it um, I love the colored buttons takes mm. me back to the Super Famicom days yeah. I'm gonna get the smaller one just because of the face plates for sure mm-hmm. um, so, oh, really, so you're
1: committing to because oh, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, tempted yeah.
3: I'm no. so tempted by that I, thing.
2: my only worry is that my thumb will hurt because of the, the you know it's too close
3: to have the analog nub to the buttons yeah I really want to get my hands on but, it but, Yeah, yeah. I feel like at first All glance right. it doesn't seem like the most comfortable thing but, but most the face Nintendo plates po- products so, are pretty comfortable I think it's
2: cool I'm glad they announced it Uh, It's really weird that they announce it without major software like that,
3: but it makes sense for Japan.
1: Okay.
3: Any other thoughts to add? Little bummed that they didn't announce a couple more uh – three D S games for, for the upcoming, hmm. you know, six months, nine months. Uh I feel like the Wii U lineup right now is awesome for the next mm-hmm. year or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but sort of for as amazing as two thousand thirteen was for the three D S, like I feel like I want it to keep rolling and it's yeah. not. Yeah. So, yeah. It has we'll been a snooze this, yeah, uh, this yeah. fall. I'm I'm sure the games are in development, but just I wanna You still got Pokemon,
1: you still got Smash coming, you still got Fantasy Life, you just got uh, Layton and Phoenix Wright, which I'm currently trying to play through right now. But let's spend time talking about some new games, Mm -hmm. and let's start with uh, some games we played at PAX. I got to play Mighty Number no. 9, which is coming to everything, yeah. and uh, you played it briefly at my oh, desk, because yeah. we got access to the Mighty Number no. 9 beta, which got kicked off at the Keiji Nifune panel mm-hmm. at PAX, so uh, let's just trade some impressions on that then. Um, I will say, a preview just went up on the site, so you can check that out. We've yeah. got video up there as well. Hmm. Colin has played it, loved it. Mm-hmm. I have played it. It's one level. That's all it is, sure. and it's the most basic form of the game, which is uh, you know, just straight-up control, shooting, jumping, and dashing. And dashing is the most important part of how you Play that game because it absorbs enemies essentially. So when you shoot at enemies, you destabilize them, you see these little colored cubes come out of them, then you dash into them. Mm-hmm. And depending on how quickly you dashed, you get a percentage of, uh, of that enemy basically, like you absorb sort of sc- a score out of them. If you hesitate, it quickly drops from 100 to like 80. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. if you wait way too long, the smallest you can get is 10%. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah,
2: So this is basically, I mean, for people who don't know much about it, it's the creator of Mega Man, who KG couldn't get a Mega iPhone. Man game made at Capcom for whatever reason, yeah. right? Uh, probably... Didn't have a great split with Capcom over sure. that whole affair. Basically, making the game that he wanted to make. It just happens to be that the character may look a little bit like Mega Man, but is not Mega Man. And the game completely plays like Mega Man, but it has this new
3: dash feature yeah, but and it everything. Yeah, sort too, of right? like
1: forward-thinking ideas or ways uh, to sort of expand the 2D action genre. Yeah, as yeah. As I, really, I
3: yeah. like the fact that the, the dash. You know, it adds a lot to, to traversal and mobility. Like mm-hmm. the, the character number nine just feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels great when you're when you're running and jumping and trying to get over like long stretches and pits. But I love that, like you said, destabilizing an enemy and wanting to dash into them as quickly as possible because mm-hmm. it almost starts as this 100% and then quickly goes down. Yeah. Uh, and so to me, it almost feels like when you become proficient at it and you're chaining these combos together, that it feels like a 3D action game. Mm-hmm. Sort of that mm-hmm. same feeling you'd get like when you become really good at something like Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, where you're really just you're pulling off this stuff that you have no business being able to pull off, but the fact that the mechanics are so sound you're able to do that. And I love mm-hmm. that. It's still in that simple, you know, 2D left and right world. Yeah, yeah.
1: and there mm-hmm. are. Um, if you look at the control instructions in the in the beta itself, there's a whole bunch of other features they're not talking about yet. Like you have the ability to change forms based on mm-hmm. the bosses that you beat, because just like Mega Man, it has a boss at the end of every stage, and you absorb what essentially should be an ability, just like that. Um, <laughs> You also uh get abilities just from regular enemies it's like they didn't just think about okay standard mega man you get a new ability when you finish off one of these bosses mm-hmm. you actually get power ups like mobility power ups or even f- like uh, firepower power power ups power ups that will go through multiple enemies at once mm. and that one is great because it sets up a lot of opportunities to then dash and dash and dash and grab the hundreds and yeah. rack them up and if you're serious about scoring man this game is tough on the scoring front like they are brutal by the end I've had great runs and I end up with C as the score or Ah. D as the score and I hope it's not a bug and there are tiny bugs in this thing it's not 100% bug straight this is a beta but, um, but it is—it it, just—it feels so good, pair.
2: Well, it's kind of like—I I mean, some of the Mega Man games are punishingly difficult, right? You really have to know what happens in the level, otherwise yep. you get get hit all the time, and like it's kind of—it feels like he basically said, "Let me make the game that every Mega Man fan has been asking for with a little twist on it." I'm—I'm I'm always. I look at this game and I'm wondering if that had just been a Capcom Mega Man game and everybody had been shown it, would it have been received the same way as it is being received now, where it's kind of like the underdog, the game that nobody wanted to get made is getting made, right? Yeah. Like, th- is it getting that boost? I think
3: it.
1: I think it, it is getting a boost from that from its story, right? Of hey, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we. started this it. game. Yeah, yeah. Kickstarted crowdfunding, whatever. But I will say this: going into it, I had no idea what to expect in terms of how it played, and when it played as well as it did, I. Was just like I was glowing. I yeah. walked out of that demo and just going, "Oh man, I cannot wait to put this on a PC and continue to play
2: it." So, so you think if it had been a Mega Man game, you wouldn't have sat there going like,
1: "Mega Man is not supposed to dash in his enemies. Anim- I wouldn't have enemies. said anything no. like okay. that. No, I look at it more in terms of how much fun are these mechanics and how much fun am I having playing this? Mm-hmm. I, re- especially personally, I really enjoy games where you get to show off skill and the game rewards you for those skills, yeah. whether it be the you know these power up based rewards that we saw a second ago, well, I was talking about a second ago, or just you know, putting on a really entertaining show for people yeah. who are, like, watching around you. Like, if you came by my desk, some folks were, like, crowding mm-hmm. around. I'm just dash in, out, grab this, grab that. So do you it have feels skills? really good. I have skill, son. All
2: right,
1: okay. But... <laughs> All, right. okay. <laughs> All right, awesome. We also got to play Treasure Tracker, uh, Captain yeah. Toad, two new levels. Yeah. Uh, Wait, we allowed I... to talk about that yet? Well, we are. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> as of yesterday. <laughs> I, it was embargoed for a little bit, so I was yeah. like wondering. Or as of today. Oh, I forget. Okay. But either good. one. Yeah, we're good. If not, this section gets bleeped out. No, I agree. So, two more levels they unlocked. It's the same E3 build, but it had two additional Mm -hmm. stages. One was set on a train, just like uh, Super Mario 3D World, the trains that you would sort of do the platforming on. What was the second one? Oh.
3: What was the second one?
1: Uh, it was I set it was on a train. Kind of, so yeah. It set on a moving How train. It's like a
3: really long train. Yeah.
2: So. so the level is actually long. It's mm-hmm. not this kind of small yeah, and confined. Yeah. The, yeah. the okay. second
1: one was more small and confined that mm-hmm. I can remember off the top of my head. It's been a while since, <laughs> since we played it. I'm looking it. at you. I'm like, what, <laughs> well, <laughs> what was, was the level? motif? Yeah, I don't remember the motif. But but the, the train one was fine. Um, it, again, it was a very long level. So you're using the camera a lot. The one thing I noticed that was a little irksome was that when you are moving the camera around, sometimes you just get stuck and cannot see really through yeah. objects you have to like be in the room so it's a lot of like looking around and granted i don't it's not very strict in terms of time or in terms of penalty for taking mm-hmm. too long so mm-hmm. I don't think it's an obstacle, but it is kind of weird to like be shifting your your sort of vision around. This yeah. object. and the way like when you rotate times. the
3: camera, if I'm not mistaken, it only rotates 90 degrees at a time. You don't have like 100% free control using the right analog stick. It, it doesn't. So, it doesn't. It's just yeah. a little.
2: It's still a little. It's it's just so unfinished. A little strange. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah absolutely. But yeah. the whole the concept that you can't <laughs> like the unfinished. Yeah. But you can't see something from one angle, and so you rotate the camera. I mean, that's core to the gameplay, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like that's the whole idea. Yeah, it's
3: about you know it's the fact that they throw each level is this little diorama and that you have yeah. to view it from every angle possible in order to be like, oh, wait, I would have completely glossed over the fact that I th- that this isn't actually a wall, that this is a door I can walk through. Yeah. And from three angles, it looks like a wall. Mm-hmm. Um yeah i mean every time we play that game though it's just uh it's gorgeous you know, the game's gorgeous the yeah. game's charming and i just want more of it
1: yeah i found all the diamonds i was actually being compared to your progress sir they kept saying oh well marty made it without losing a single <laughs> oh wow. yeah yeah that's Look what like, happens when i set a, set a high yeah. bar yeah. They, only in toad a no. really high bar yeah. in, a, in that game all right but so yeah. i have
3: a bar that we can't remember what sixth <laughs> level is all right it's
1: very rad um <laughs> good, and, good job and, grandpas yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. lastly grandpas mm. hang on a second i had it written down somewhere sure Uh, last game that we got to see, which, uh, you weren't at this demo, but I was, uh, we got, uh, basically a really, I think it was like 10 or 12 minute hands-on with Fantasy Life, Mm -hmm. or at least Nintendo was sort of driving, Mm -hmm. and we have a video on the site where you can sort of get a taste of just how this game works, how this game looks. Very open-ended, very different, um, made by Level 5, in case you haven't heard about it. This thing came out in Japan, I want to say, a year, year and a half ago, um, and you know they uh you can sort of choose a a lifestyle a job essentially Mm -hmm. and then you get quests in that job style and you can switch jobs whenever you want some quests some quests my understanding is you have to change jobs in order to complete them Mm -hmm. so you may have to start out doing one thing as one job and then finish as something else you can live as a cook i think when we played it was a blacksmith of some type i'm trying to remember uh but it was it was just fun it had a fun cool world it's online multiplayer i think that's super
2: rad so they've to give people an idea is it like Nino Kuni level 5 material is it more like uh, you know what what does it look like
1: uh, I want to go as far as yeah. Nino Kuni but it is really really uh cartoon, like, good-looking graphics, like, cartoony, stylized visuals. Just not, like, Nino Kuni was, like, the extreme of that. It's that Ghibli level. You know, we we don't get that Ghibli level on on (laughs) GDS right now. (laughs) But uh, if you've seen... um, I'm trying to think what game we could compare it to. I guess almost in the style of Pokemon X and Y, you can almost say, but that's a bit self-shaded, I would say. That might be too self-shaded. Yeah. Yeah. But um, regardless, you know, it's a cool video. You should check that out on the site, and the game looks rad. Um, I'm not sure if... I'm going to spend a lot of time with it, but I think someone who... Is going to enjoy switching jobs and jumping into that ty- type of an RPG is really cool Yeah, enjoy I it.
3: like its weird melding of like a high fantasy RPG with Animal Crossing or Tomodachi. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's cool. Yeah. Also, I'm going insane that I can't think of the sixth Captain Toad level. You really are. I, I, in, in my, my head, head I'm thinking about it. it. Yeah. I really we'll am going over next every week. type of setting in my mind in a Mario. <laughs> game. Ice
2: World, Palm Trees, Desert. No,
3: I know. It's none of them.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: It was
3: something else. I can't remember Candy. either. It was good, though. Right. I remember that great.
1: much. It was Might so good. Candy. <laughs> well, no, thanks for preparing candy. this,
3: Fox. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah no,
1: was... well, that's because there was a Bayonetta Direct, and uh, we're going to talk about it in a second, or at least a little bit about it. What do you think
3: the sixth level was? Sound off in the comments mm-hmm. below. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way... Everybody always says comments
2: below. I don't. Someday, I'm, don't. I'm just going to ask me. our product team to just move the comments to the right just to screw everybody no. over forever. That's
1: I actually correct people yeah. because I've heard the Per Schneider way is <sighs> only say leave a comment. Don't ever say mm-hmm. leave a comment below because yeah. what if they move? I know. I, right.
2: I like to plan for the future. You do.
1: All right. And with that, the future is here. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Bayonetta 2 yeah. and a bunch of news. And welcome back. Jose Otero here, joined by Perry Schneider and Marty Sliva. Hey. Morning. Guys, the Bayonetta 2 Direct just happened. I don't know if you watched it, but oh, man, looks good. Really happy Nintendo is committing to this franchise in terms of preparing and putting together a half-hour presentation Mm -hmm. on why you should play this game.
2: So this is like Mighty Number 9, right, where you're, like, it's... Like it's kind of Herp. like you get better and better at what you're doing, you're stringing together combos. Like, that's oh, the level yeah. of that's how you enjoy this game, yes. yeah. The original okay.
1: Bayonetta was the secret sequel to Double May Cry, the original, which was directed by Hideki Kamiya, at least in my mind, mm-hmm. it was because mm-hmm. it had so much uh, similarities to it and it completely blew the doors off of the, sort of that style of game. But it is a 3D action game, not a 2D action game like Mighty Number no. Nine. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, they prepared uh, for this direct, like, story. Uh, how the, how the moves work, how climaxes work, how mm-hmm. all of these, you know, the torture attacks, everything. Um, I have to applaud them for that because I just feel like at a glance with Bayonetta and I know some people will be upset that I say this, but none of that, you don't absorb any of that at a glance with Bayonetta. I feel like you do need some kind of a, of a video sort of talking to at least sure. some people explaining what these mm-hmm. things are. What is the number in which, what is a, uh, or a Lumen Sage, etc.
3: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. no I completely agree Uh, and that's uh, one of the things I like most about this uh, uh, Nintendo Directs is that it's show don't tell I mean show and tell I guess at the same Mm time. but uh, some people
1: worry they show too much but go ahead
3: (sighs) yeah I mean I thought they did that with Mario 3D World I thought Mm -hmm. they showed way too much before that game came out Mm -hmm. um you remember that when they showed like the, the yeah, they yeah showed, like the train levels and all the bonus stuff. And I was like, "What are you doing, Nintendo? Yeah. You keep Something in your back yeah. pocket?" Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think with a game like Bayonetta, they need to like Mario. Sort of had that built-in audience; people are excited. And with Bayonetta, they they have those of us who are really excited for it, and then the rest they have to sort of convince. Mm-hmm. And I hope this direct. You know, help do that. What, what were some of the big things? Did they announce any new costumes? By the oh, way, I'm in the convinced yeah. camp. Like, yeah, so
2: No, no, I'm not convinced, I like, what? I'm in the camp that needs to be convinced. Oh. Well,
3: there's just a lot to
2: play, right? And that, sure, that this kind of fall. game, that kind of gameplay style is not my favorite. That's yeah. not my favorite game to play. I, I never enjoyed Devil May Cry either. I'm not a huge fan of God of War. Any of sure. the the kind of, you know beat him beat up successors. He likes, he likes cars. He, he likes, likes racing. Yeah, he likes I the, like cars. Like like adve- no, I like adventures and I like yeah. taking my time. Like I don't mm-hmm. like to be under constant pressure like that.
1: Okay. I told you, I you don't like your time I don't like running Bayonetta. from
2: zombies either. I want them to you run, from run from me.
1: don't zo- run from Everything in Bayonetta no. is afraid no, of I'm you. No, I'm just saying. That's, <laughs> like
2: that's how those games work. You would um, love it. It's so, a power trip. But, but I'm going to keep an open mind and I'm definitely going to try try it out and
1: play it. Okay, so they Looks did announce oh, uh, a yeah. couple things. Uh, not everything was newsworthy, but here's a few things. So the special Nintendo-themed costumes, which they revealed at E3, that were in Bayonetta 1. Creepy looking. Are well also creepy. in Bayonetta 2. That's the point, though. I feel like that is totally 100% It's cosplay. It's yeah. weird cosplay. It's a weird yeah. cosplay. And uh, so they showed all the costumes that will be in the game. And it is uh, a peach-themed one, a uh, daisy-themed one, a Link, a Samus... And for the Bayonetta 2, so those are all in Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2. The last one uh, is Star Fox, a Star (laughs) Fox-themed outfit. (laughs) Like Fox himself? Fox Fox himself. (laughs) I think the guns look like our wings, if I I heard it right. Um, I think it's rad. Like It is Mm -hmm. Nintendo fans. It's got more Mm -hmm. than just costumes, too. So if you're dressed up as Link... Uh, enemies sometimes drop rupees, <laughs> or you get that uh, the Zelda jingle. Yeah, like you open the chest mm-hmm. or something. Sure, sure. If you did a cool combo, or I, I, like, I forgot if you found a secret. I like Actually, the idea that, that a...
3: as Fox, your executions are like Slippy comes out and just devours it's <laughs> an enemy whole.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That would be no. They're not. <laughs> there is a frog. There is. A... I know. There that's one of wrong. one of the things was <laughs> there was like a
3: giant, frightening
1: toad. So oh maybe god! Just be I Slippy. hope not. Now I'm scared. Scur- yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, I hope not. Um, they, they've got cool fan servers. The Bowser Fists are my favorite, although you're not going to see Bowser come out and eat something. Sure. But uh, it is cool that you see sort of his hands come out instead if you play as uh, Daisy or as Peach.
2: How do you guys feel about the crossover? Like I, I'll tell you, tell you right away. I, I like it, and I don't mind it that there's so much of it. I enjoy the, the crossover integrations, but do you think they'll get to a point where having Link and Mario items in a game is no longer special because there's so many games that do so it now. Because there's so many are doing it? Because that's, that's, like, that's a lot, right? We just came off the announcement uh, from Mario Kart, having mm-hmm. Animal Crossing and F-Zero. But that's a different
1: kind of integration, Link, I right? feel, right? Because with Mario Kart, that is Nintendo's universe, whereas this yeah. is something completely different. This is cosplay, yeah. essentially, right? So I don't know if uh, I would consider them the same, is I guess what I'm trying okay. to say.
2: Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's a little bit the Smash Brothers vacation of of sure. Nintendo other published games, games yeah, right? Of other it's, games it's it's really interesting. I'm just curious to see where it goes, whether there will be fatigue and players are like, "Ah, you know, like it's kind of like every every game now has it and therefore it's no longer special or if it's just because they're, they they do such a unique take on it. I mean, the integration in Bayonetta is completely crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it will feel very different and unique in every game. I think they're going to lean on it because I think that it's it's
1: one of those fun holdovers I feel that they experimented with in the GameCube era where, like, in NBA Street Volume 3, you had a Mushroom Kingdom team of Mario, yeah. Luigi, and, and Princess Peach. Peach. Yeah. And it was it's just sort of a fun thing to give Nintendo fans or people who, you know, are supporting that platform. I almost feel like yeah, they could run the risk of it not being special anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think for at least the near future, it's okay. And sure. I'd like to see it. Yeah, I mean, except with, with some, you know, caveats, right? Yeah. Like, don't mm-hmm.
3: do not do something that would completely betray a character, which they won't do. Yeah, that's interesting because, like, one of the earlier examples I can think of was Soul Calibur 2 when it yeah. was in it. And that's that right? was, like... Oh, my God! Yeah, and that was, like, that was why I bought the GameCube version, despite yeah. the fact that I owned an Xbox and a PS2. Um, whereas now, like you know, I am excited for Bayonetta 2 and I'm going to get Bayonetta 2, but if I wasn't just the inclusion of these wouldn't be enough for me. Um, Sort of, I guess, the same thing. Whereas Hyrule Warriors is more of that's going all in. That's not just like a cute little peppering. That is <laughs> holy crap! This is yeah, Zelda We stuff. just turned Dynasty yeah. Warriors into Zelda. Have at it!
2: Yeah, yeah that's like that's like a Dinosaur um, Planet, and you know, like the Star Foxification of Dinosaur Planet is like Hyrule Warriors. It's like Dynasty Warriors now with Zelda. Yeah, yeah. sure, right? sure. Um, that's different. Like they're theming the entire game. But I, I, I think it's really interesting. I'm, I'd love to see where they take this. Man, you know, dinosaur what Dinosaur Planet. What they're, doing with, uh, what they're doing with Mario Kart is just awesome. I really yep. like it.
1: Yeah. Um, so just last thing quickly that they announced as part of this direct was that uh, Rodan, Rodin, I think mm-hmm. is how I say his name. The sculptor? Uh, he's a playable, no, the, the dude who runs the bar. Oh, yeah. He's a playable oh. character uh, in the multiplayer the tag climax mode and they showed it off for the first time in that Direct too. Mm-hmm. so uh, definitely you should check that out if you haven't seen it already they also explained how buying this game digitally will work because remember when you buy the retail copy you are getting Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 1 and if you buy it on either one on the eShop basically mm-hmm. it discounts the other mm-hmm. uh, is ah, what they explained so yeah they're just kind of walking people through that that's stuff that's cool
2: are we getting fancy special editions here? Uh, I don't think so the UK one looks awesome the first oh, edition the yeah. first yeah, the, oh yeah the, the tome thing it looks really cool
1: Mm, I don't know I'm not really a special editions guy but if you think it's cool I oh, believe I'm you yeah. he's just jealous because he yeah. doesn't have one
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make know. friends in Europe do you, you watch yeah. me do you, um, do you, uh, I
2: do, when you don't get games you know sent to you or anything do i don't you buy, buy special editions i ever... only
1: bought the treasure the premium box edition of Hyrule warriors for us to unbox it in the okay. office i don't but do you buy I digital di- usual uh, i, I usually? buy digital yeah. usually or i just buy the game itself i'm not into tchotchkes anymore maybe i'm just weird that way but i have hit a point where i if i'm not gonna buy i feel like the stuff that comes packed in is never usually at the quality i want it i'd rather buy like a really expensive statue and go all in than get something that usually comes with the game yeah, yeah that's yeah, I'm the same like. way
3: i still buy physical
2: though I, for me it's a mix sometimes you know mm-hmm. when, when I have mo- I have multiple consoles mm-hmm. in the house so sometimes I buy the physical just because it's easier to then hand sure, it to a sure. kid and say yeah, go yeah. play it upstairs yeah. but like I really like the convenience of just having all the games on the machine and being
3: able to just yeah. without switching discs I like that convenience on handouts because I travel a lot That's so really having you nice. know, 3DS and Vita yeah, I'm down um, with cartridges um, yeah, so, yeah yeah, but uh, still at home yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have kids I don't have to worry about that so like, if you want some I can give you some okay yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We'll work it out if <laughs> we have Not three
1: welcome. Have it. So, <laughs> <laughs> 28, uh, here we go. Uh, so, next one uh, Square Enix is considering Dragon Quest 7's localization. Still, so, an interview with uh, Siliconera, mobile producer Noroshi uh, Noriyoshi Fujimoto. Said, in terms of Dragon Quest Seven, it has a lot of text to go through and translate, and we've received so many requests and so much positive feedback about the game, but unfortunately, we have to consider the cost and the manpower needed to handle the sheer load of text. Give me a break. In terms of scenario <laughs> and script, the game is probably one of the largest in, Dragon Qu- in the Dragon Quest franchise. If a lot of people can buy it and support it... Uh, well, we can't promise anything. I don't know <laughs> Give about this me answer. A break. I don't know yeah. about this answer. How dare you? Oh, uh,
2: I'm sorry, we cannot localize the third Hunger Games book because it's much thicker than the <laughs> last two. And, like, it's going to take a lot of characters to print yeah. in Japan. No, that's lame. That is lame. Uh, there, there are some difficulties with translating Japanese games because English language takes up more space, sure, right? Yeah. And so it is more complicated. Sometimes it has an impact on the on the cartridge size. So yeah. You actually have to upgrade it. So there, there's definitely something to it. But give me a break. Dragon Quest is mishandled as a franchise mm-hmm. when it comes to the international market. If Bravely Default can succeed in the U.S., Dragon
3: Quest can succeed yep. in the U.S. It's just... It's irritating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank it you. is just really get irritating. get it done. Yeah. Jesus. Man. Just, you know? It's a bummer, too, because I don't want all these games going to iOS.
1: No, and that's know. what's happening right Dragon now. The, the mobile iOS. producer who was at PAX uh, and taking meetings, they were showing off Dragon Quest 4, which just got ported, and Dragon Quest 8, mm-hmm. which yeah. also got ported. Both running on Unity, both running on mobile devices, I think Android and iOS, mm-hmm. or just iOS. At least that's what they had at the place. And uh, this is just another sad story of, you know, these companies see a bigger opportunity on mobile because mobile devices are everywhere.
2: Yep. It's the same with, I mean, it's the same with Mother Mother 3 and EarthBound. It's like, there is no excuse. There really is no excuse. It is not that expensive to localize these
3: also games. Also, Mother 3 is already localized.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: well, well, <laughs> we and can. can't officially. give it for free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's just an,
2: annoying and I feel like this Tomato. is an example where a company's uh, vision is severely lacking. Sure. Um, Bravely Default is a great example where a game that has a horrible name, Awful a real terrible name that it felt like it was impossible to market but it's a good good software yeah that it that prevails and that works and there's an audience for it we know people play rpgs dragon quest is a known franchise people have heard about it whether they've ever played it they've heard about it from their friends that this is kind of you know invented a a genre and it's like remember when final fantasy and dragon quest were going toe to toe because it was different companies now it's in the same company these guys should know better no, yeah, should. I agree.
1: I totally agree with that. Great. Uh, so next story, <laughs> this one, I'm, uh, we should have known. New Nintendo 3DS and 3DS XL is, in fact, region-locked. Yep. We found out the scoop. Uh, Nintendo representative told us situation will be exactly the same as the current family of Nintendo 3DS systems. The DSi, uh, and just for context, the DSi launched in the West in 2009, and that was the first region-locked handheld. Prior to that, DS Lite was not. This might be because of the eShop, and it might not. What do you think?
2: If they didn't want to region lock it, they didn't have to region yeah. lock it, right? Like Sony's response to like fans saying, why do you, why, why can't we have a region-free device um, is th- the best example that it's not... There, there are ways around implications of like, you know... Uh, trade differences, you know, sales and licensing issues. Mm-hmm. There are easy ways around it. Sure. It's not the hardware manufacturer's job to lock people out artificially. It's a small portion of the market that imports it. Maybe Nintendo is worried about piracy. Maybe they, they're very worried about games that are being released early in one territory, leaking easily and being well, yeah, distributed. Cause the cause the
1: solution know. would be that it should play any cartridge, but you the know. eShop is locked. Like, you can't sure. wander into the Japanese yeah. eShop or the European eShop it, to buy a game. That's what makes sense to me because even the region unlocking situation on Vita – don't you have to, like, reset the I, system to go to the Japan store and sure. yeah. do a whole bunch yeah. of, like, I, rigmarole, or have another memory card? Like, it's not easy to it do. Insane.
2: It just yeah. is. There's no compelling reason, I think, for Nintendo to not region lock it. Also, right? Like
1: I, is iOS region locked? Sorry. Just last thing I want to throw us out
2: well, there. Well, no. Certain games you can't
3: buy here yeah, through there are the store. Yeah, there's certain things where we needed yeah. to, like, make a Japanese account in order yeah. to... Okay. And we needed to, like, use Japanese money or a Japanese gift card. Okay. Yeah.
1: Just putting it out there for context, because yeah. I feel like every time the region lock discussion comes up, I almost feel like... The digital side of this mm-hmm. where it is kind of a pain in the ass to do is not brought up
2: if you could get to the download you could download it on ios but the issue is i mean it doesn't use physical cartridges like the 3ds mm-hmm. no i mean they, they you know I, I don't know it it it's stupid i wish games were not region locked sure. but that's a it, i'm just being that's just about me right yeah. i want to be Same able here. to import games easily and you know Nintendo doesn't really care about me specifically as being part of a small group of people that would actually utilize yeah. this. As a matter of fact, they would love it if I didn't do that, right? And
3: so why should they change?
1: Sure. So are we surprised by this?
3: No. Nah, no, I wasn't. Yeah. I was I was surprised when the rumor came out that it wasn't going to be locked. And I, I was yeah, like, I thought that, that was doesn't a little, sound right I
1: thought all. that was a little uh, dishonest yeah, yeah, so, when that was getting thrown around yeah, like, made and sense everyone jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a
2: good... I mean like uh, if if Nintendo ever wants to do another hey we're all about the gamers initiative then removing region lock is is a smart yeah. move to yeah, do. Yeah, it's
3: definitely it does, it's not something that the, doesn't necessarily mean this is what they're going to be like for the rest of time.
2: let yeah. yeah. Because the downside there are very few downsides to actually
3: not having your
2: system region locked. It's yeah. kind of silly. Um, okay. but it's expected and you know what if you really are that hardcore into the Japanese gaming scene that you can actually buy these games from Japan and read them then you know maybe you have a couple of bucks for a Japanese 3DS to, mm-hmm. uh, to import one um, it's a terrible consolation project I know, but they're always but awesome. At, at the very least, they're awesome special editions in other countries. I had, I had a European GBA for yeah. you know the Zelda edition uh, SP, and I have the you know Game Boy Micro from Japan. Yeah. Like, it's nice to have these now after the fact. Yeah. Oh yeah. sure, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Um, next story: Hyrule Warriors will have a demo available at retail. Uh, so if you go to an official site online, you can basically check and. Check if your retailer has it. These are GameStops and Best Buy locations. Um, this game comes out September 26th. So if you're curious about Hyrule Warriors and you want to see a little bit more about it, you should
3: definitely make the effort. Retailer demos are so weird. They just remind me of the 90s. They do.
1: Everyone
3: like, yeah. played Donkey Kong yeah. Country at Best Buy mm-hmm. on like, a giant, massive screen. Mario 64 at Toys R Us when Mario said, like, thank you for playing Mario 64. Who's next? It's, I'm, it's like, I'm next, good. Mario. I'm going to keep playing.
2: <laughs> I think it's a good reminder, though, how broad gaming is. Sure. You know, like there are there are people who are in tune with every piece of media that gets posted about a game and then people who have no idea that game exists. Yeah, they just and walk like, into
3: a store and they'll be like, oh they what will be
2: going to best Buy going like like what the hell is this Zelda? new Zelda right? Yeah. Like new Zelda game? Yeah, like, yeah. this reminds me of Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? sure, um sure. but it's also I think it's great for anyone who's on the fence and, and has never played a Dynasty Warriors game mm-hmm. before and wants to see what a mashup with the Zelda
3: universe looks like. This is your chance to try it out and see if you like it. Um, yeah, and yeah. it's one of those games where if you like the first ten minutes you play it, you'll probably like the rest of it. Yeah, I think it's it's a game that you very, have to really like the first time. I think the very, <laughs> <laughs> I think the the first ten minutes you spend with the game will be will inform what the rest of your time is going to yeah. be in the game. Yeah, yeah I mean their fans are really passionate about that for the
2: mm-hmm. you know Dynasty
3: Warriors yeah, well, franchise.
1: I, I will put out there though, the first ten minutes do sort of sell how combat works, but a lot of the extra characters, the playable mm-hmm. characters, unlock over time mm-hmm. by playing campaigns. Yeah. So if you see a roster, uh, if you see the roster and there are people on there you definitely want to play as, also keep that in the back of your head. I've said it before, Sheik's my favorite part of that game. Like, it is so really? much fun
2: to so control and play. You've played I the Japanese version it. a bunch. Okay. I finished And wh- what do you think? He's a Hyrule warrior. Um, what do you think of the Japanese version?
1: <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm not putting a score on it or anything. Uh, just talking about... <laughs> wow, I know, right? Uh, I, I, so... <laughs> it, it's kind of tough to to jump into an explanation of o- this. Oh, Tara, do
2: you like it or you don't, or, or do well, you not? That's like what it. I've
1: been struggling with. I cannot tell. I think I like it. So right? th- do you because think it's I better? Think the, the Zelda fan service is top notch. Okay. This game, and I, I think I've said this before on this podcast, but you were in the room. This game bows at the altar of everything Zelda and goes, yes, absolutely. That's we what will I do. Make this <laughs> as reverent as possible to the world that we are trying to sort of take these ideas from Mm -hmm. um that said it is still very dynasty warriors though where you are well the mindset of a dynasty warriors game is that 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 you are the hero
3: yeah
1: you are you are the hero that can change the tide of battle and you need to go where they
2: need you. You're sauron
1: yeah you are the one who when you show up everything's going down and you are the guy who will turn the tide in favor of, of uh you know to win the campaign or whatever um, and I think in that respect it's fine I think the fan service is great I think the, the characters that they have and the roster they have is actually really good and they have a, an interesting story to tell like at first glance you look at this and don't expect it to have sort of a Zelda type storyline mm-hmm. and it actually does that's good. Cool. without going any so further. 7.2 yeah, I'm not putting a number 10 up. 10 out of 10, but it's yeah. 100
2: yeah. out of 1. And
1: the character customization is also decent. I okay. just I, I kind of stumbled into this because it's been, you know, I haven't played it in a little bit. Uh, we've been traveling and whatnot, but I think it's okay is okay. what I'm saying right now. And, uh, it's you it's know, funny. I got to give it more thought. <laughs> Before
2: I put a number on it, right. pair. No, I'm just curious because, like, when it was announced, you were very vocal on the fact uh, on the "do not yeah, want" side, rep- right? Well, I was saying these are repetitive games. I'm not sure I, I want this. Time. Oh yeah, <laughs> he
1: was on the "I don't want this." Yeah, <laughs> clearly.
2: And I said, I "Children, been.
3: let's keep an open mind." Well, and then, and then you've switched sides. No, you were like, I mean, "Oh,
1: they've shown me everything, and right, I
3: but, don't know if I'm going to like." But this. then we can't Captain it and we realized that's all we want. Especially that sixth level. No, that but
2: I'm, i And then when you finally got to play it, you said, hey, it's actually better than I expected, which is great. That's it's good to hear. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're knocked off your socks and you're saying this is the most amazing that's game. What I'm trying and to say. These you're are not saying it's a Zelda game, but it sounds to me like I should play it because I love the Zelda universe. And so all that fan service makes it worth it yeah. for me.
1: Oh, I'm playing as Ganon? Oh, man. Let me tell you, like, that's actually kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm running around like that.
2: Ganon or Ganondorf? Uh, I think it's Ganondorf. All right. Yeah. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah, you still cool. care. All right, so next story is that there is a big Super Smash Brothers related sale happening on the eShop right now. Up to 33% off of games with Smash Bros. related characters. If you're curious what games they are, uh, check out on the site. There is an article called This Week in the eShop. It's written by a uh, really cool freelancer, Neil Ronaghan. And you can check out. Uh, I'll read some of the games here. I was going
2: to say, isn't that every game? Yeah, yeah. seriously. Uh, so <laughs> it's
1: four weeks long. And they've got – so this week's featured fighters are Mario, Bowser, Peach, and Luigi. So a bunch of Mario games are on sale right now. Oh, that's cool. 3D Land is 20 bucks right now on the eShop. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, and actually all these are good. Super Mario Bros. 3, New Super Mario Bros. U, Super Mario Bros. 2, Super Mario Bros. 3 for 3DS. Ah, oh, you're paying them separate. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, Super Mario Bros. 2 uh also whoops yoshi little mac and rosalina so there are also sales related to those games uh 3d world super mario 3d world's 40 dollars right now it's not bad if you're trying to buy it digital yeah.
2: that's cool yeah i mean this is great good to see them actually yeah. do these themed sales yeah. if it. i didn't already own all of these games i would have picked one yeah up, so september was? 11th is the last day for these for
1: this set and then september 12th they start week two and you'll see what games go on sale then yeah Yes. We,
3: Beep. Get that Earthbound on Get sale. Get that
1: earthbound on sale. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool.
3: And, and translate the other one. Yep. Hmm. There you go.
1: All right. Well, we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we have a question block segment just for you. Four questions, three people, four minutes. More
3: when we return. Three, four, three. Don't Stop don't it. Right. Four, three, four, four, three, four. Oh,
1: my God. You're stepping on my outro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Jose Otero, joined by Per Schneider and Marty Sleva. Hey. And this is the question block. So, four minutes are we going to try? Let me get my timer. You know how this works. We do this all the time. Wait, do you have a, <laughs> did you make a noise? Do we get a noise at the end of it?
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to change
1: it one week. Uh, but yeah, it's the Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's if I don't turn off the timer. Mario? All right. Mario! First question comes from Scott in Minneapolis, and he says, do you think Nintendo will ever remake any of the classic 2D Mario games? He's talking specifically Mario 1, 2, 3, or World. Keeping the physics and gameplay the same, but recreating the graphics in HD with 3D models similar to the new Super Mario Bros. series. Or do you think that future Mario Maker games will make recreating these games possible slash inevitable?
2: Go. I was just gonna say, Mario Maker does that, right? Like yeah. it lets you switch the the tile set to look like the new Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. games. Um, uh, will they do an HD version of those classics? I don't know, man. I I feel like when when they actually embark on doing something like that, they actually create new levels sure. and they do something sure. different. I, I have a feeling no, but you know when it's anniversary time and you get a package
3: of all the Mario games and it's Mario Anthology, then probably they'll do it. Yeah, I mean Mario All Stars was sort of already yeah, um, but I mean yeah. That being said, uh, I consider a lot of those games sacred, but I would welcome a. Welcome, welcome in, oh H- in HD. But the 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 games
2: are so timeless, right? Yeah, like there I are mean, there are games that get the HD upres makes a huge sure, difference, yeah, sure. right? Wind Waker looks yeah. absolutely gorgeous yep, yep, in yep. HD. Mario will look like Mario
3: still. Like yeah. it's it's just so perfect. Mario World is. is still a stunning game. I would yeah. much rather have them, you know, spend time on Mario 64 or Mario Sunshine. I agree. Mario yeah. Sunshine, especially mm-hmm. those are games
1: specifically yeah. that if they remade them, I would have a bit more interest. But I yeah. will say that it kind of strikes me as strange that on the Nintendo side, you do hear, at least from hardcore fans, they want HD remakes of certain games or like sort of an update to classic games. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like on the other side, with uh, at least. What I hear from folks who either have uh, Sony or Microsoft platforms, they just feel like they're done with HD remakes because mm. there's so many of them. Yeah, yeah and, and the games uh, are more recent. It's such a weird, yeah, and it, they are much more recent yeah. games. But and maybe that's the reason why they're there I, I just I feel like there's sort of a tiredness to an HD remake yeah. right now.
2: J- that's a good point. It's not the case though with a Halo, right, where like you're playing this online game and you you have no way to play some of the old levels now online multiplayer, yeah. and so that game uh, making that. A Halo Master Chief Collection, you're actually getting access to a game that you
3: wouldn't have played online. Sure, you're playing Halo 1 and you've never been able to play that online. Also, these games span the last, you know, 12, 13, 14 years, and there's so much game in there. That is like the Mario All-Stars over time.
2: But, I mean, if you go back to early Super NES days, there are definitely some games like if somebody did a Super Metroid remake and HD beautiful with lighting, atmospheric graphics, all that kind of stuff, that would be killer. I think people would be really happy, Um, and that's long ago, right? That's from the 90s. Mm -hmm. Whereas like some of the most iconic play playstation games um at least first party or xbox games are fairly recent
3: still yeah i want blasto hd remember blasto no you don't want that yeah, yeah. that's funny uh you want bob z3d i am also
1: torn on on
3: remakes right now because i feel like
1: <clears throat> i bought enough remakes in my time from mm. ds Lite to now mm-hmm. i bought for example chrono trigger on ds Lite. yeah i believe it was super excited never went back to really play it i bought a lot of other HD remakes for classic games, and I feel like I'd rather have something new. Granted, I do agree with what you just said a moment ago that Mario Maker will make the remade versions of some of those games possible, but if it was a standalone product of just a remade game, I don't think I'd want it as much as...
2: So, I think it's not an either-or, though. Like, saying I'd rather have a new game means the guys who are really good at making these games have to work for three years to make a new game. Whereas an HD remake, you can use a... And no offense, man, to to developers porting those games, but you can use a developer any developer at awesome. changing the original code and upgrading the graphics yeah, that and so forth. But
1: there's a budget associated with that, sure, right? Sure, but it's you not make a, it back easily. Sure. But, yeah. if, but if that budget isn't huge, if you're not trying to, to shoot for the moon for certain things, there's always something that I feel doesn't get updated in that process. I feel we saw that a little bit with Ocarina of Time 3D. I think we saw that a little bit also with Combat Evolved uh, Anniversary, mm-hmm. where you know it's a visual facelift, but a lot of these systems are old and you have to kind of slip back into old skin to be able to play them. And I don't know if that really jives for everything. It jives for some things.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, enough time. I mean, there were there, there were places in the story and they did fix some of the things, mm-hmm. right? Like there were certain areas where like, you didn't know what to do next and they sure. kind of helped you in Ocarina of Time and it took sure. them a little bit longer to do that. But I think they are amazing games like Banjo-Kazooie that nobody will ever play. <laughs> look
3: at him smiling. Uh, now Marty is there. Yeah, but like, I was falling asleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if, if a company, other than Rare, because they changed yeah. the models to look atrocious now, yep, yep, yep. another company were to upgrade
3: that, it could be so well, good. they did. Huh? I mean, okay. Well, I guess the 360 version doesn't look gorgeous. No.
1: Gong, moving on. Sergio Gomez asks. Awesome
3: name. That's a mega name. That's so
2: good.
1: Uh, Hello, MVC. I watched the closer look at new 3DS video, which we pimped out earlier. Uh, And it struck me how the layout of the new 3DS is so similar to the Wii U gamepad, home button, analog sticks, all that. Per mentioned the possibility of console ports, but could this actually be a step towards unifying the two platforms? Is it possible that the new 3DS could function as a second gamepad to allow a third screen, or perhaps uh, Nintendo will indeed offer a Wii U without a gamepad for new 3DS owners? What are your thoughts? Keep up the great work. First of all, I don't think Wii U will ever come without a gamepad. We've had this discussion multiple times on the show, and uh, I really think that gamepad is an important part of Wii U's vision. That said... At E3, we did ask Miyamoto and did point out, hey, through most of your home consoles, at least your last two home consoles have had some sort of connectivity with your portables. With 3DS, we're not seeing as many, very few examples, one of them being Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. Mm -hmm. Had, like, a local multiplayer for anyone who was playing on a 3DS. Um, I don't know if it is about bringing the two platforms closer together. I mean, it really... It's hard to really tell in my camp.
2: I think it is and it isn't. I think it is a step towards having uniform UI across the mm-hmm. different machines so that maybe when the Wii U successor arrives, it is just this one system. It's not
1: uniform. It, they've right? got
2: folders on 3DS. There are not no folders. No, no. I Wii mean Wii like U, the, but... the layout of the controllers and everything. Oh, like the in buttons. that sense, yeah. But we talked about that, in that I video. think if this was meant as a second game pad for your Wii U or as a first even, they would have named it 3DSU or something stupid yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. They would have tied the brands in a little bit more closely. Closely, but it's an awesome idea. I mean, I'd love that, right? Yeah. Like, I do feel like the gamepad is a little big sometimes, mm-hmm. and I would totally prefer to play with the. I'd with love the to new try 3DS. Splatoon yeah. with like
1: people playing on like other 3DSs, maybe. Yeah. Like, if they're in the house, I think yeah, that'd be, be, be cool. cool. Yeah, I was yeah,
3: saying player. the other day, you played online multiplayer Diablo 3 with someone who's right next to you. On on a Vita. Vita.
1: And I was like, we're in the future. Wait a second. I was playing Diablo 3 on my console. He was playing through remote play on his Vita to his house. He lives in the sunset. I live
2: over where I live. And we were playing fine. He was playing his PS4... At yeah. his house, through the Vita, at your house. Yeah, that is the future. That, that is the future. future. Yeah, that is cool. awesome. And then, yeah. a, and then a Roomba and came so, by
3: and clean up all the dirt.
2: So he never blocked your view by bringing up the damn menus and yeah. all that. that's no, great. It,
3: it was it was the, a really rad experience. Dyson yes.
2: Roomba, way of the future. Dyson, Dyson announced Roomba. a robot yeah. uh, vacuum cleaner. Okay, yeah. yeah. Off topic. That's our next off question. Topic. That's our next off, question. Off Sorry. So anyway, I don't have any carpets, so I'm not going to get it. But I'll get one for you. Waste
1: my time again.
3: We gotta kill. I don't know if we have two more minutes. I feel like we. Is, that have we answered so it? Yeah. 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 So the Dyson. Yeah. So, um, uh, you don't have any carpets? Uh, no. You think, I, you think I'm uh, kidding. We have
1: carpets. I will, we have I will throw things. this audio out. Come okay. on. So that's it. Are we done? Yes. Let's, let's finish. Yes, don't no, don't waste time. Come sorry. on. Sorry.
3: All right, cool. Nintendo made a it vacuum. Like purple.
1: No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would Like not the want Luigi vacuum? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, yeah. yeah so what, what about this vacuum? <laughs> loyal listener, Jonathan of Wyoming, asks I swear, I'm going to hate you both after yeah. this episode. <laughs> I know Nintendo is really putting a lot of faith in Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS. So when I saw the new 3DS, Smash Brothers, Amiibo, and the new 3DS control scheme and the fast processor, it all seemed to work perfectly uh, in their scheme to sell more Wii Us. At least that's its thought. Imagine this. A 3DS that is now powerful enough to run a game like Smash Brothers without a frame loss in 3D. Uh, as I remember... Okay, I've got to get to the question. This is really long. All right, I should just read this whole thing. The Wii U doesn't support two <laughs> tablets, but it could support... Multiple 3DS systems, and with Amiibo support added, your buddy comes over with his new 3DS, Amiibo figure, and a copy of Smash 3DS. He uses his 3DS as a remote, as a Wii U remote, similar to my tablet, Pop down his Amiibo, and it's just like that. The very Amiibo he built on his 3DS version of the game. Does this sound crazy or ambitious or a move for Nintendo to consider? I really feel like this is their comeback move to sell Wii U's. I don't agree. I think Wii U and 3DS... Uh, I mean, excuse me. Yeah, Wii U and 3DS... they have not shown any reason to believe that they're trying to connect the two platforms yet and until they do I'm not going to pretend I mean it's something I want to see but it's not something that I think is happening behind the scenes yet Mm -hmm. I think they would be a little more open about it I think and this kind of ties into our last question a little bit
2: yeah, I think it's too complicated. Like, mm-hmm. if you you know think about it, you understand what you just wrote, and we understand what you mean by it. And yeah, it would be awesome if I didn't have to put my amiibo on the main game pad to scan it for this game sure, for multiplayer, sure. right? Like, I could just sync and connect and do it that way. But think about like the general public. Will they understand it? Will they get confused? Yeah, Wait, I need the 3DS. Yeah. I need this figure. I need that. Right? Like, it gets too complicated. I think that's too risky with a machine that's still new, and that they're still trying to. S- struggle to explain to people, right? Yeah, Yeah. and I
1: think the point of new 3DS is also the convenience. Yes, there's extra processing speed, and yes, there's new Wi-Fi protocols and fancy C-sticks, but at the end of the day, this thing has Amiibo built in. You don't need to carry around a a, a little whatever the little base stand is that's going to be to scan... Um, Amiibo into these games like you have everything built into one convenient device and I think mm-hmm. that's overall the point of this upgrade Yeah, it is to streamline and make it a little better they didn't change the battery life by the way what is up with yeah. that like battery life should be a thing that with every hardware iteration should get a change oh, I mean, it yeah. should be something that's oh, okay. better
2: well that's because Tesla hasn't built the new battery factories for 3DS yet I guess so not wait for but, that. no but it is disappointing I agree yeah. with you I mean I, it's the battery life is not that generous especially not yeah. on the small unit Um I wish they had upgraded that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I know we all want to live in that world where. Everything is cross by and you buy, you know, and everything is linked together, and that what we do in the 3DS version of Smash mm-hmm. reflects what we could do in the Wii U version of Smash, and the characters can speak to each other. Um, and that's all well and good, but yeah, I don't think that's what this move is. But I mean, yet. we did figure it out when we
1: had to buy link cables and we had to connect all of these crazy things like Four Swords Adventures or things like that. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm just you saying. You say it's, we. I think it's a very small, small Wii. <laughs> that. There's a very small yeah, Wii on very that? Very small Wii. You think so? That. Not a lot of I'm the only person of my. Pre games industry circle, who did that? Really, yeah. I I did that, and and it's and just, you it was so f-
2: such a fussy system yep. where you you couldn't charge your Game Boy when it was hooked up. Mm-hmm. So if you ran out of battery, your game would be un- interrupted. Yeah. And oh, it, for the SP, this is awful. Like yeah. yeah, okay, it didn't work well.
3: All right, understood.
2: Um, great game though. Yeah, fun. Yeah, it is. All right, so
1: let's <laughs> end that <laughs> one there. <laughs> Next question is last question actually comes from uh, username j underscore smash. Hi, J Smash.
3: J Smash. Smashing J's.
1: So I actually cut out most of this to get straight to the question. What other crossovers would you like to see make it into Mario Kart 8? Good the question, Nintendo Jay. fanboy in me sprung into action and compiled a list of other racers. And Ooh. he gives us a link here in a blog. But, uh, I mean, we'll put it in the show notes. Read maybe.
2: the URL. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not reading the URL. But, uh, yeah, what, what do we think? What other cro- Nintendo crossovers? Or even go outside Nintendo. I don't know. What other characters would you like to see in there?
3: I want to see Nestor. I want Nestor in that from game. From Howard and Nestor. Yeah. And okay. from pilot Wings. Classic. I want to see Was Ness. Was that the
1: same Nestor? I forget. Yeah. Okay. Just checking.
3: Yeah. I want to see Ness yeah. from Earthbound. Um, I think Samus could eventually make her way in there. Flink can get in there. Samus can get in there. Yeah. Um...
2: I think that's pretty good. I mean it's I can read his list by the way. I'm yeah, gonna do him a so favor. So you, smash. you guys you guys can look up J Smash's blog, just type IGN yeah. blogs J underscore smash. But and I'm you'll gonna find but it. I'm
1: gonna read his list let let's do him the, the favor. So Captain Falcon, no great brainer. choice. Fox McCloud, good choice. No brainer. Uh, Mr. Game and Watch, that would be kind of funny. That'd Actually, be terrifying. weird if he was two D. Game and Watch level would be and terrifying, he, and he rings oh a God. bell at you when he passes by, like that Ooh. that annoying bell he has in a. In this a brawl. seems
2: like he picked all the Smash Brothers okay, characters. He, picked, he did. <laughs>
1: uh, Earthbound, Ness, yeah. Pikachu. Oh uh, come Pikachu on, Smash. I wanted Kirby. to right, Oh, was that Pit? Kirby, Olimar, Pitt. Ice, ice climbers, climbers. You can't and have two people in one car. you right. double dash. He some tracks
3: too. Look up the blog. This is a cool, cool blog.
1: But, uh, uh, go uh, check yeah. it out. No, and and great job. But uh, what what other would we want to see? Maybe a little more exp- I feel obscure like they history.
3: Could sort of future proof it. And if Splatoon turns out to be a hit, you could put whatever her, Melissa Splatoon or whoever the main character of that game is. Okay. Yeah. I don't think her name's Melissa. Squid Lissa. Squid Lissa. I don't know. Where what's... did Melissa come from? I don't know. I thought that you was just new. made that up. Oh, okay, girl's yeah. name. So
2: uh, I, I actually, I mean, ca- characters are cool, but I'm more excited by the the concept of tracks yep. uh, based on these universes because okay, so the music know? is so iconic. Every time you hear any of these tunes in Smash Brothers, you're like, oh, you know. And yeah. that's just any any level based on Metroid could be oh, so my, cool yeah. if it was in the rain or and you if know. like Raid starts wrecking it halfway through. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, well, yeah, punching like the track. Yeah, yeah good. Right? Yeah. yeah, or Ridley flies. Or yeah, like and yeah, yeah, both fire. Yeah. No, I, I mean, there's just so many options. I think right off the bat, I think the ones that they've chosen, it's really smart. Yeah. F-Zero is the first thing you think of when you see some of the crazy tracks yep. in Mario Kart. So having that in there and then the Zelda franchise is just perfect for this. But yeah. um, And you know you're going to get a Zelda level even though they haven't shown one.
1: There st- will pr- presumably be a Legend of Zelda level set in Mario Kart. Yep. Um, The only thing that I worry about with this whole crossover experiment, by the way, I really like it. I Mm -hmm. thought I wasn't going to like seeing like Link or Annabelle or Villager in Mm -hmm. in Mario Kart, but I actually do. My only thing is I want the name to stay Mario Kart forever. I don't think you can give that brand up and just call it Nintendo Kart. It doesn't have the same appeal to me. Smash Kart. Or call it something else. Oh, it has the
3: same appeal to me. Really?
1: Smash Kart or Nintendo Nintendo Kart? Yeah. It does? Absolutely. I love Mario Kart. That's what I will always know that series as. Yeah, Yeah. me
3: too. Like I I – Mechanically stays the same. I don't know. Maybe it's
2: just a nostalgia thing. But like, I, I, I like that this is done as DLC, and I like it that it's not every character ever. Mm-hmm. But I, while I, I love the idea of a smash card game. I think it would fundamentally change. Like, I don't know. It just feels so different. It's all aesthetic? Yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, Marty. Do you think uh, we'll get a Doshin the Giant character? Brrr.
2: No. I Definitely think they've. Something.
3: I think they've conveniently forgotten about Doshi. Yeah, and, a bunch of
2: stuff. And like yeah. none of the like 1080, you know, like Ayami, like all those characters um, <laughs> should back. not <laughs> okay, should okay. not be in okay. here.
1: What about uh, the dog from uh, what was uh, Rusty's, dog. Dog. Re- Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Have the dog drive by. Nobody no. knows it though. Nobody you know? knows it. Yeah. What about Dylan
3: and his Rolling Western? That, that's right. Oh, yeah. Another there you one. go.
1: That, I mean, those are like newer IP. What about the the Pushmo ride. weird blob thingy? The
3: little Pushmo guy. Jimmy Pushmo. Oh. Jimmy Pushmo. Oh, Jimmy Melissa Pushmo. Pushmo. Oh my Jimmy Pushmo and Melissa
2: Squiddy. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, Star Fox, I think we totally forgot. That's a perfect one. That could be an amazing level, going through space with asteroids and a barrel roll. What about we Bayonetta? Have, a, what about
1: Bayonetta? We have two levels. Bayonetta is
2: a mismatch. It's, it's called Rainbow Road. Road. Rainbow Road is not a Star Fox. That, that's like the happy Star Fox like, candy <laughs> dream level. What if it's a <laughs> dinosaur
3: planet? Yeah, that, that Fox, would work. No. That whatever, what was her name? Carissa? Crystal. Crystal. It's not as bad as you think it is, that game. (laughs) It's pretty bad. All right.
1: And we're (laughs) out of time. Not as bad. uh, Thank you for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We are a weekly podcast on IGN, but we are not the only podcast on IGN. Uh, Come check out our site to Mm -hmm. listen to PlayStation Beyond or uh, Podcast Unlocked, which Marty is a regular contributor. Or Keeping It Real. Or keeping it More real tech fetish. We have a uh, <laughs> wow. We have uh, features. We have articles. We yeah. have videos all over the site. We've still got packs coverage going up on the site too. So you should definitely check that out. Timely. Also, yeah. all month long in September. We are posting Let's Plays of some of our favorite Nintendo games. In fact, 125 <laughs> of them. You guys are insane. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And uh, Nintendo, if you did not, if you are not in the know, Nintendo turns 125 years old as a company. And so we decided, hey, why not try to do s- this crazy Let's Play experiment? Um, and there may be more stuff too. But you're gonna have to, you know, keep checking IGN to find out what those things are. Um, also, let's see. Oh, well, if you like Nintendo Voice Chat or you have feedback for us, email us at nvc at com or head on over to iTunes, leave us a review, let us know what you think. So, we're
3: done. Wait, I want to know... Per told me about IGN Prime. IGN, there, Prime? That's IGN Prime. I
2: feel like we're turning into NPR here. No, no, just
3: a, just a shout out, guys. Like I know, you
2: know, I, I know, ad blockers are, are a popular thing to do, and turning off ads is, uh, you know, no, nobody wants their video watching experience to be interrupted. We actually have a program called IGN Prime. Um, if you really like IGN, you want to su- support us because ad blockers do hurt um, hurt us, of course. You know, because we're doing all the work and. Uh, Paying for the bandwidth, but we don't get any any returns on it. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to iTunes Prime. Uh, there are free games every month. You can download videos if you want. Like if you want like the HD versions of videos to keep on your computer, you can uh, download most of them. Uh, you can turn off ads. You if you're an iOS or Android user, you um, and you sign into your account. Automatically in the native apps, all ads are turned off mm-hmm. if you're a Prime subscriber. So it's a really cool program. We've had it for many many years. It used to be called Insider. Um, yeah, if you want to support us, subscribe to it. If you if you don't have the money, or you can't, or you don't want to, no problem. We still love you. Cool. We still love you.
1: All right, and with that, our show is done. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find Marty at Nick Biggity with two G's and two T's. You can find Hair's Hair at
2: Pear IGN with, with two E's and an IGN in it.
1: <laughs> and myself Jose underscore Otero. Thank you very much for listening, and we will be back next
3: week.